1: Hello and welcome to the 5-Year Plan Podcast. Hey, That's a bit cheerier than usual, isn't it? Yeah, because we've got a presenter.
3: Have indeed.
1: And we've got a good bit of news, obviously, to to go to. We'll come to that in a second because it's pod 207 and sponsored as ever by Vector for all your print and embroidery needs. And it's Vector with a K. Thank you very much. Uh, we're also sponsored by JC Innovation and Strategy, the innovation and strategy uh, company from South London. Visit jc iscom I will. will. Thank you <laughs> yeah. very much. Well, we got that out of the way. JD's
0: left me a note saying, rate us on iTunes.
1: Rate so just you,
0: or so, well, not, not, like, not rate in the party sense, uh, but rate as in yeah. give us five stars. Well, that, so. that sounded like it was
1: airing somewhere. Yeah. Uh, give like, us five like, So I'm going to move away from that, that, <laughs> that immediately. No, because I mean,
0: he, he said it on BBC TV, didn't he? That one time he, he, said, did, like, he was, raped this. someone. Yeah. As in... No, rates. Rates. Right, yeah. sorry. Yeah. Right, well, on, on
1: yeah. that very high level... <laughs> we've
2: right, <laughs> can we point out, just for our own comedy purposes, that JD has the most middle-class reason... Ever for not being here because he's, he's waiting for his electrician. To turn in, up Amersham. In, in Amersham. In <laughs> Amersham. <laughs> so oh, we, we should also add that he thought he might
1: not be able to come at one point because his John Lewis delivery was coming. Oh no, uh, that's, no, that's no, no, absolutely fact not absolutely not. Fortunately, Kershaw. the the John Lewis delivery came in time. Well, really, but um, the period conversion that his electrician is having done to his house meant that period, he, <laughs> he still couldn't come. Yeah. Um,
0: these things happen. It's important they as well do, that JD shares the uh, mur- mural that they have on his uh, that they have at his house on the wall. The, in the it's, it's the, the second worst I mural. Mean, it's is genuinely... It, is it
2: Bobby Sands on Hunger it, Strike? No, that? it's like or? a... The it's second like worst a, mural you've ever seen. Uh, the first, of course,
3: being the, the, the one that was bus. on the main yeah. stand. Oh, yeah. right. oh yeah. right. I'm, I'm sure, sure. starting me on that
2: again. <laughs> Honestly, What's this one?
1: What is it's, it? it's like a bad
0: Disney one, isn't it? It's, it's it's not
1: the best, but what is the best is that Palace have won hey, two days hey. back to back. That
3: was beautiful. Yeah, Thank one. you very much. Amazing.
1: Unlike JD's new year, um, 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 a win two nil at West Brom. Yeah, eh? wow, good. yeah, who foresaw that? I don't know who not foresaw me. that because I wasn't on the last pod. I tell you who's on this one though. Kevin Day. Oh,
3: He's oh, God, on fire. Hello, Ed Knight. Hello, and Rob Sutherland. Hello. So what do we make
2: of Saturday then? Good. Not- yeah, good. I've had a. Uh, my dad's still in hospital, I've had a lot of time on my hands, so I've read every single newspaper report. What's interesting what, is. That about Palace, or just generally? Just mm-hmm. every single Most one. Of, yeah, but <laughs> <the> mainly <laughs> what Donald Trump mainly said. About <laughs> Palace. But, um, what's interesting <laughs> is that apart from Ward, Van Arnholt, and Hennessy, every report picked on a different player, a Palace player that did really well. So, for example, The Times today was talking about how good Tompkins has been. How he actually made one more interception than Sacco, but saying it's you know, Sacco's presence there has, has made Tompkins a better player. Mm. Other people picked out Townsend or Punchin or Benteke or Zahar or Milivojevic. Or, 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 or... Uh, so it's it's the famous two percent that Allardyce was talking about looks like it's kicking in. And it's this wasn't a backs to the wall, you know, lucky victory against uh, a team down the bottom. It's just, you know, they've only lost at home to City United and Everton. They've recent records very good. A manager motivated to beat us, and we. The record we, against was, us was, is yeah, very good, and, and, and it was a thoroughly deserved win. And the thing I most enjoyed was this: watching the BBC live commentary thing. Was that the first ten minutes of the second half? It just said Palace came out of the trap. It's like so there's no there's no attempt to like let's get a point, let's get nil nil. It's like Aldos said we can beat these. Yeah, we can just get after them, and that's it just. But I mean, it was it
1: was all built on a defensive base. And JD's first que- incis- incisive question that he's left us with is just one shot on target for West Brom. Yeah, four for yeah. Borough last week How did we
0: suddenly Get so resolute At the back
1: Because we did look Resolute in that nice. match
0: Didn't Saco. we It's a spine Saco. You've got a, a Defensive spine You've got Milivojevic Defending the back four And then you've got got Sako, who's basically Leading the back four Um and, and and it's it what what you can see when you when you bring a quality player like Sacco into the side and and how and provide protection like Milivojic is doing, it gives other players the confidence to do what they're doing properly. you know they're not i think in the past especially you could see it when we were really at our lowest point with Martin Kelly, for example, where you could tell that he wasn't actually focusing on his job as a right back because he was more worried about what everyone else was doing yeah, yeah. You know, so you end up now with every player knowing their instructions, knowing what they need to do, and then you've got the leaders who make sure that that actually happens. I no, think that's the yeah, thing.
3: there's no worrying about what the people around you are doing or whether you're going to have to cover. And I think, talking about Martin, Mike Kelly, it's worth talking about Van Anhalt and Schlupp at the back as well, because I think they've made a difference. Everyone was, or people were sort of taking the mick of it, that we signed two left, excited players <laughs> and obviously now <laughs> that's proven to be a bit of a burn who, who knew that
1: you need a squad yeah that you oh, need yeah. that
3: you need depth and, and cover um, because now that Van Aarha out we've got Schlupp who we've seen in action and we know and he's only out for about three weeks yeah. less than he thought he, he would who, be
2: who he was they were talking on talk radio yesterday uh, talk sport about you know, Allardyce's techniques Allardyce's training methods Allardyce's physical stuff Allardyce's psychology it's the simple thing buy four players that are better than ones you've got mm. Yeah, well, I mean, And, and in, spec- in key positions as well, our, right? And our specialists in their positions. We never had, you know, and even MacArthur could buy a specialist holding midfield players. And now we've got one who was captain of Olympiacos and is an international that player. We've got a centre-back who's got a lot to prove and is a big demand- commanding centre-back. We've got a left-back playing left-back, not a centre-back, and we've got cover for that position. Yeah. And, and it's So
1: just- is it just improvements in the first 11 and buying players in which there were glaring weaknesses? Or has there been a big Sam effect?
3: I, I think what it is, is a lot of people sort of... I was speaking to a comic last night at a gig, he a Newcastle fan, and he was saying, are you not worried that the football's going to get less exciting and it's going to get more big Sammy? I said, no, because I think he's really good, as a lot of people have said, at exploiting what a team is good at. We're, we're sort of creative, we've got pace, we've got very skilled players and people like Townsend Benteke and will score goals. Now that we've got the solid back line to sort of bolster that and make sure that there's not that thing of people worrying about Having a go yeah, back well, and coming for our What it's
2: done is liberate. It's like Kabayi, If you look at there was a really good bit of analysis on. I think it was goals on Sunday yesterday. Of our first goal and the build up to it like, for about a minute before him was a really good spell of possession of football mm. from five or six Palace players, which eventually lured their centre back out. Uh, was almost the, Dawson wasn't Yeah, it? almost yeah, got the, something. Almost the centre spot, <laughs> and which enabled Wilf to to isolate. Now that was a that was a well worked goal. That was either a yeah you know, certainly they've worked on or it's intelligent players. Because what's happened is that bringing in specialist players has liberated. Kabay wouldn't have been that far forward to make that pass two or three weeks ago because he would have been sitting deeper and deeper with McAlpine. We wouldn't have had three or four players in that in that half. Kabai wouldn't have had the confidence to make that pass. Townsend wouldn't have made that run three or four weeks ago. He would have been, he would have taken the foul at the end. Mm. Certainly wouldn't have showed. Benteke's movement is much much better. I think it, as well mm. you, you're looking at. That. It's it's a team effort as well now. Like I yeah. mean, the, the way
0: that the way that we defended against West Brom is that our entire front line of you know the, the front three, Benteke was was chasing down. Yeah. You've got Townsend and Wilf who are basically tracking back, and each one of them we, we played quite a high pressing game, which put the, their yeah. defenders under a lot of pressure. Mm. And um, and I, I think one of the focuses was. On just allowing some of this, allowing West Brom centre backs to have the ball, yeah. like you basically just keep the keep the defence exposed to a point where they can't actually find any players in the middle. So all they end up doing is trying to hoof it long to Rondon. Mm-hmm. and that, yeah. that didn't work because you've got Sacco doing his job, yeah. or you've mm-hmm. got Tomkins. Who who'd have thought that when Allardyce came in? That it would be Tomkins that would line up alongside yeah. Sackle, I mean, you bear in mind you're taking injuries into account, and Scott Dan suffered suffered it's some yeah. recently. Yeah. Yeah. But would you have like you people no, would automatically about, assume about this last week, that yeah. Scott Dan would Dan, take yeah. his place? Yeah. Yeah. But but Tomkins absolutely doesn't deserve Wouldn't adults, deserve adults to get dropped. Though, and it. and also,
2: also whether whether he's struck on the idea of yeah the, the rumor is that he, he found out Punchin was from down the road and decided to make him captain. I don't think it's as simple as that. But for whatever reason he made Punchin captain, he's made him a better player. It's worked. And clearly, because there's also a captain now for the first time that the, the other players are scared of. So they, they know, like in the old days with Jednak, if somebody didn't perform well, they had to confront Jednak in the dressing room. And I imagine Punch is exactly the same thing. So that that helps as well, because he just looks a different player in the last two games. We talked about, a it. Much talked about
3: it on the last pod as well. I think it <coughs> probably helps to have a captain that's not... Just not not the defender that gets yeah, around yeah. a bit more can see, and we talk a lot about how the captaincy. A lot of people sort of refer to it, it's not really a huge thing. It's just who flips the coin. I think that depends player to player, and how, on how it affects them, which has obviously been great for Punch. Well, it probably varies club to club. I don't well in the, cont- club, well, in the con- as well. Yeah. it's funny in the continent I mean, yeah.
2: Arsenal used to have this, this tradition. I think they may still do that. The captain, for example, decides whether they wear long sleeve shirts or short sleeve shirts. But in the continent, it's the, the it's normally the oldest player a club in continental clubs and basically it was f- flicked the cord and that would be the captain's role. It's taken much more seriously here. And I'm beginning to think that maybe I didn't think there's something in it the notion that Scott Dan was weighed down by the responsibility of captain was was logical, but clearly somebody like him who's an intelligent man, being a captain of a struggling club, maybe it did affect him. So yeah. the thing about punching as well is
0: um, if you ask other players who they think would either go into management or would be a, a captain. It, it is punch. That's punch is one of those yeah, people, um, and, and he's someone that also spends a lot of time with uh, with the youth players. Mm. Apparently, so I mean, this the is a person players, who who, who mm, had right. quite a difficult early start to his career. Yeah. I mean, he was a bit it's of a nomadic life, kind yeah. of mm. presence. You know, he yeah. ended up going from Black uh, from Millwall to Blackpool to all sorts of different clubs, um, and it was only at Southampton, I think, where he really started to kind of learn how to be professional almost you know he felt that that it was that point where things changed for him And at, at palace he's always been you can you can argue that he's been he's played poorly but there's never been a case where you where where you you wouldn't say he's, he hasn't put any effort in where you wouldn't oh, no, say he no. shouldn't you know a, a player i think you, you, players deserve to be picked on merit but punchins one of those players yeah. that ne- he doesn't ever let you down in a
2: sense he just that hasn't been doing as well awesome. as he has I Just to mention the other thing about Lucre in midfield as well, that the, the most, even though he's, he's getting mentioned, but the most praises people say, oh yeah, he's solid, he's steady, he's reliable, he knows what he's doing. But that the pass to Townsend, halfway through the second half, brilliant. Townsend, brilliant case, that's one of the best passes I've seen at Sellers Park. It's brilliant. Yeah. For a couple of seasons. A really simple pass, but... He spotted it. He had he, he, made, he's, he seems to make room for himself, like the, the setting up the goal last week when he collected a poor clearance and spread the ball. Out. And that that was a really good pass. So he's not. He's more than just a decent defensive midfield player. He's a quality international player. I think. I think the other thing that you, you have to take into account is it's not that, very good that on Twitter questions.
0: Players, <laughs> <laughs> players like uh, players, take time to develop an understanding. So you, you end up with Townsend making that run and in the past he probably wouldn't have made that run because there weren't players doing what you know they weren't on that same wavelength and that in part comes from I think teams working as a unit on the training ground I think maybe um, in Pardew's case his comments about how he wanted you know how he didn't really think defending was that important Mm. or at least that's the impression you got suggests that you end up with alright the defence can go and do their thing and practice what they're doing and the attack and midfield can do their thing and work mm. together. But you're never actually going to end up developing
2: any kind of understanding as a unit. cohesion. It, part of you, no. part of simply wasn't is. interested in, in systems, in, in working out patterns of play. And players, even top-level players, like to know where they should be on the pitch at any given time. They like to sort of generate, and Delaney talked about with, with people like mm. Pulis even after three or four weeks you knew exactly what you were supposed to do in any given situation you knew where you were meant to be well right? the chat
1: is of, of mm. a manager like Pulis and I'm sure it's fairly similar yeah. for, for Allardyce is that players effectively don't even have to think about it because they yeah. work through so many different so, types yeah. of scenarios yeah. and yeah. sort stuff. of set pieces yeah. that, that they know specifically where they're supposed to be and they know depending on how the ball breaks mm. or, or what it's happens cool. with that phase of play exactly what they've got to do
2: professionalism
1: well is it starting to look like that with, with Allardyce's yeah, Palace
2: now 100%. Yeah, 100%. I think, 100% good correct answer I'm <laughs> that in such Very a moody way uh, well, the yeah. first week, it we, is we, isn't it, it we, is. I mean i will tell you this, 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 I, made, I think i probably used the, the, the word caveat about 50 times on the pod last week I uh, constantly saying well bear in mind we were playing Middlesbrough one of the worst away teams we've got West Brom next but yeah. that it's that performance is was a 90 minute performance against a really it's probably you know it's the first time West Brom got to forty points that quickly in the Premier League. They, they, they look like they're going to beat their record. They're a they the team frame. that's looking to challenge for the Europa Cup. Really difficult team to beat at home, and that was a ninety-minute performance in which every player did his job properly, and, well, and, well, and players did things that we wanted them to do, like Benteke's well, movement, well, Townsend. So, I mean, Townsend, I think it's a brilliant bit of management because we, I don't, we all thought Townsend was a busted flush, and well, after the transfer window, didn't think I didn't think he'd play again for fairness, let alone put in the sort of effort he has put in, and looked started to look like the sort of player he of albeit Jamie Redknapp in the Times game his goal sums up how shit a player he is because he didn't pass when he had the opportunity well I
1: think he should have passed personally
3: I think it's worth noting as well that the first time we all said that Townsend looked better was Big Sam's first game against Watford yeah. um, uh, in first half, yeah. uh, and also there's a really interesting thing I don't know if it's Palace or the FYP I can't remember they put it on Instagram showing, it wouldn't have been
1: Palace or the FYP <laughs> show,
3: <laughs> showing the two goals might have he's good could have been yeah, he's, he's right, good yeah, yeah. showing the two goals and how they're in, from exactly the same place That that to me that looked like that was worked out which is, yeah, yeah. Which that is was, also
0: really interesting because yeah. if you remember under Pardew there was a case that well I mean we, we didn't see Townsend playing as often because Townsend didn't want to play on the left, yeah. but then you see both goals coming from the left-hand side, side yeah, of, from of each. The yeah, which which is an indicator that you know uh, the uh, the right manager or the right approach by the manager will, will find a way we'll to make it to yeah, yeah. It's your best you've got to play and just quickly
3: back on yeah. Punching, I think that's part of it as well because one of the things I remember most about the Cup Final is Punchin turning to Pardew yeah. and giving it. Yeah. And, and having a go when i he blocked wins. out absolutely everything that day. <laughs> but I think uh, a part of the reason the capacity went to Scott <laughs> Down in the first place was probably due to the ego battle thing that we talk about yeah. and I think it's a pretty savvy bit of management from Big Sam aside from anything else giving it to Punch because it's that one of our own thing
2: Yeah, and because fans back him as well and I think that's yeah. just but aside from everything else that's... Also that sp- idea of managers accommodating uh, players is Allardyce's comments today about Sacco, in which he said I don't mean to imply any criticism of uh, Klopp, which means he does mean to imply criticism <laughs> yeah <laughs> of Klopp. When he said about you have to he talked about how he managed Juve at Bolton, he said, There are some players you have to manage them in, in different ways. You can't be strict with them and he said that's what I've done with with Sacco and it's like he, he yeah, has identified that some players need to be managed. The thing I found
1: words. interesting in that quote was he actually said as well, didn't he, that um he wanted to get him up to fitness quickly and, quickly yes, and yes. that and he he'd them. reacted in the specifically right way he, 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 to, to do so quickly he, 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 yeah. it shows though I think well what, two, two things firstly that he's prepared to work with what he's got there Allardyce yes. and, and secondly that fitness is a very very big thing for him and it's Huge. the first yeah, time yeah, he yes. started to look fit yeah. I think. I, I think and
2: well all the way through I mean Townsend was fitting I mean everyone was joking about the fact he looked knackered after that run but he was I don't think any of our players would have been physically walk. fit enough before, before Christmas when Parry was manager, I don't think any of our players are even physically yeah. fit enough. You're talking to about run, to, run free pitch, kick. to run the length of the pitch, to run the length of the pitch, to outmuscle the team. And the other thing as well, I've got to say, is that of all the players, things have changed again. Wolf just gets taken. We're not talking about Wolf because we take it for granted the fact that he can do. That you can do that. I mean, that's fantastic. I
3: think I'm going to disagree. I think it's it's good that we've got something other than Wilf to talk about. Well, no, but yeah, but also, uh, there there is
2: that. But also, we there is an element of about an hour left of the. He won't win goal of the month because of the BBC conspiracy against Palace and and Wilf. Let's put that out there, right? punch won't win. Uh, BBC won't win. Conspiracy? Yeah, of course. Townsend won't win Goal of the Month.
1: he got a tin hat on there. No,
2: so. never, Townsend won't win. Huh? Uh, they'll say it was a deflection. No, you never... When was the last time? How many yeah, goals has Wolves scored see. this season will not even nominated for Goal of the Month? All of them, them should have been. Genuinely, 100% but,
3: of the goals he scored should have been nominated for Goal of the Month. I mean, My friend a, sent me a thing yeah, of them all of them the other day. I was that's
2: like, a, was even the goal at Swansea with the first goal. I mean, that's a goal that two years ago if any Palace player had scored that, we'd be going, that's... But now we. We know that he's got that. In his- and what yes, a, what a ball, ball from Dubai as well. Well, as someone else said...
0: On, if Pop had I had done someone, that, it would be everywhere. I saw someone mentioning on Twitter the fact that this was... That, that Wolf was a player that toned, that essentially broke Pun- Pulis's... You know, the ca- it was the straw that broke the camel's back. He didn't want to sign Wilf, yeah. and and that was one of the reasons and he said, why he said
1: he wouldn't play him if he if he was signed yeah. uh, allegedly. And so we yeah, signed yeah. him,
0: really, and uh, and then against West Brom this weekend, he was double marked. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so you know, I mean, I mean it's it, I think Wilf is one of those players that, that you, he's so good that you almost get used to it. Yeah. You know, I think you, he's yeah. one of those players that, that if he carries on the way he has been, there'll be there, there will be people you know clubs looking to sign him this this summer. So you have to cherish, cherish and enjoy yeah. every little bit that he does, and that goal yeah. was just.
2: But look how happy! You look how happy he looks as well. The, yeah. the other player, all of them look so much. This. It just seems to be a togetherness there now. Yeah, it wasn't. See the way they celebrated at the end. It wasn't. Wolf's just,
3: Instagram story today. Yeah. All of them on the private jet. Yeah, can I just say quickly on Saka? I love how none of us now say, "Oh, sorry, we're we talking about Bakary or Mamma? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> poor old
2: The celebration came. Must, he must prick up. Yeah, I think. Oh, <laughs> the the, cele- the celebration at the end. That wasn't just a celebration of an unexpected win. That was. A, Group of players who look like we've done this, uh, led, yeah, by we done this. As well, led by Punch as well. Who was yeah. bringing so, every yeah, single player yeah. in yeah. And, and getting them to the crowd.
1: So, in the spirit of this unbridled optimism, let's kind of uh, contextualise this result against what we've seen over the last—I don't know—year, eighteen months. Where does this performance rank with those? Um,
3: Top until we beat United. To in in
0: in the in the league year, let's say, let's go back a whole year. You
3: can go back as far as you like. I mean,
0: but let's let's be let's not to 60, if you Go back <laughs> if you go back for a whole for a whole year and look at all of our league performances. That was probably that's one of the better ones. At least at least one of the top five in because terms of, because of the con- because of the consistent work
2: throughout the entire side mm. to get that result in terms yeah. of competence and in terms of the fact that. You uh, know, I'm sure, was looking for the little button that said 66 minutes <laughs>
0: yeah.
2: at the end of, time, rather yeah. than six minutes added time. The fact that. God, it, you it,
1: are paranoid.
2: Yeah. The fact I wonder if he's got room for a tattoo <laughs> saying fourth <for> sure, <laughs> official, West Brom Palace. But it's, uh, even even when you saw the amount of injury time coming up, you kind of thought, no, I think this is going to be. Fight is no, it wasn't back to the I think that's one of the best performances from Palace I've seen for a long time. And, you know, it's interesting people talk about. Uh, Alan Smith was talking in the Times about, oh, it's a shame Palace aren't playing Tottenham next week because he can't keep the momentum going. I actually think it's quite a good thing because you know, if anything could have stopped our momentum, Tot- mm-hmm. Tottenham could have done. So now we've got time off. The two Watford. weeks, uh, the way Allardyce talks about having the two weeks before the Middlesbrough game is really important. We've got time off before Watford, he's taken them away. I think they're in Morocco, the rumours. And, and that's, Thursday, and that's his, his big thing, isn't it, Sam, taking them away. And then. Sam, yeah, it, it was a really it was a good performance. It was a proper competent. It's a sort of performance that in seasons to come you hope you would say that's a natural Palace performance, not wow how good was that? When it, you know technically it was just a competent, decent Premier League performance. And it's the sort of thing we should be looking for week in week out, and the sort of thing yeah. I hope that it, it won't be unusual in the future. I, th- I think yeah. the thing
0: as well is it was it was quite it was a reassuringly Palace performance in terms of our. Strong wing play, strong defensive unit. Like you, you've, you know, it was interesting when Allardyce first came in. He said he said that Palace had lost their identity, yeah. and yeah. this was almost the game where we got it back. Where right? we got oh, it yeah. back, but but with extra because of the way that the midfield worked and because of
2: the creativity that came from Didn't it. Way everyone well, everyone the, worked. The thing is, I've never quite understood this when people have talked about. And I, and I know, yeah, you know, I, I said four seasons to Pulis would probably wear you down in the end. One season to Warnock certainly did. that people talk about, oh, you won't like the Sam Allardyce way. When have, We're not West Ham. When have we ever had another way? When, when have we ever been the sort of passing team that West Ham and Tottenham and Chelsea pride themselves on? We've always been, all our best teams have been direct. We've had two really good wide players. But, We've got the ball quickly. Couple's, couples style of play was every bit as rudimentary as as, as Allardyce's or, or Peel's That's what we want. is passion and commitment that we want. It's also,
3: like I said, I don't think there is necessarily a big set. We've again we've got the best squad he's ever inherited, and, and we' already well. yeah yeah he's yeah. improved it, and we're already playing above and beyond big yeah. sam of play. we didn't hold out a one nil lead yeah. for for sixty minutes or whatever we we kept going we with we great individual goals and really you know. well, we're not going to keep going here oh. oh, man. oh, oh. Ah. Wow. wow. I wondered why he'd gone quiet. I just pinged my trousers. <laughs> I, I really don't
1: want to know. But we are <laughs> going to go to a break. Uh, and yes, join us thanks. back in part two for mm. readers' questions. Quick. Hello and welcome back to the Five Year Plan podcast. Hey! Podcast 207. Ooh. Two O Seven. Two, nil, oh, was, seven. Yeah, it was, it was, it was oh, two,
2: nil, seven. I yeah. Keep it pacing. Good,
1: Keep yeah. it pacing. <laughs> I, I, I like to take my time. It's, it's yeah. like a stream of consciousness. It's like a James Joyce novel. Or in um, Scotland,
0: two, nothing, seven. Oh, yeah, two nothing. Yeah. <laughs> Is that what this happens in Scotland? They say they don't say nil, they say nothing.
2: Yeah. Well, there you go. They don't say anything. But you lear- you, know you know learn why. something cultural yeah. every day. They also you don't say where you're living, they say where you're staying, so let's yeah. not get involved in also, a good good work mentioning this about time. We had some James Joyce references on this. Yes, Thank bug. you very much. It's, yeah. it's
1: one thing that I think we've we've yeah, yeah. we've lacked in the last two oh six podcasts. The one thing we haven't lacked is embroidery.
3: Oh yeah. my goodness! Wow!
1: Because of course we are sponsored as ever by Vector for all your print and embroidery needs. And that's vector.co.uk dot co As Vector with a K. Okay. And we're also sponsored as ever by by John Curran JC uh, Innovation and Strategy. Uh, they will basically do anything that involves innovation and, or strategy. And, and, and your strategy. Okay. okay. So if you need some marketing-type expertise, go to John. And if you want to do that, uh, I think you should visit jc-is.com. I will. I, really think, good. I think
2: John would do stuff other than innovation and strategy, if you ask. I think you pay him enough. He'll oh, really he do anything you want. Let's not say for definite um, <laughs> without,
1: without asking reason, him. I reckon if I paid Alice, him... I shouldn't really
2: say as ever is. sponsored as ever, because we don't know what's going to happen yeah, when it's true. around the corner. Right? I'm
1: very prescient. The bottom could fall out of the embroidery market for all we know. Well, that, then I think John Curran, who's in Innovation and Strategy, would still be okay. Vector, on the other hand, would yeah. be uh, <laughs> in slightly more trouble. I've <laughs> conflated two issues, how foolish. You have I'm indeed. A I've, I've always, always said that. That though. is yeah. not the sort of behaviour that's going to get us a good rating on iTunes. However... <laughs> oh my goodness, mate. Sorry, JD,
3: you're out of a job, mate. Oh,
1: <sighs> I, I think where, so.
3: Tell you what, mate, wearing the armbands has really done you good. <laughs> if, if, you've, if you've really enjoyed my
1: smarmy and yet slightly over-familiar style, then please do give us a good rating on iTunes. Uh, I, I'd, I'd give it at least
3: a three Three yes. out of five
2: Speaking yeah. of which you, so you have been brilliant Speaking of smart Thank you. No familiar. David Williams wasn't very good was he Oh, oh goodness Can me. you just compare me To David Williams no, Yeah a little bit oh. he he,
3: yes, It is time for readers questions And he also likes to
1: cross-dress So you know, know, it all kind of falls yeah. into place It is readers really questions I, I think everyone, everyone who listens To this podcast Is potentially an FYP reader as well
2: And he does everything cross oh, Very good I do do everything cross Cross-dress Cross-drink, cross, cross stitch light, Yeah, for Vector, like that reference. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, football. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, <Sorry>, questions. <laughs> right, first question
1: comes from Lucian O'Kill. All right, <laughs> Lucian. Wow. Which is the best
0: name I think I've heard a, in some time. Of that's a
1: Tarantino um, name. That's great Is it
0: because it sounds like O'Keefe, almost, a little bit? I, I, think okay yeah,
1: and, yeah. I think it's potentially that. Um, obviously, he's not at the level of old Stewie, but uh, Lucian, thank you very much for your question, which is... Hello. Can we safely now say... With three wins and five, wait for it, we have arrived at turning points.
2: Um, I don't think Allardyce would say that yet. yet. I don't, I've, I would, I wouldn't include the Bournemouth result or performance. The result, obviously, is brilliant, but I wouldn't include the Bournemouth performance because with hindsight, that was against a poor Bournemouth team. And it wasn't, it just didn't look the same performance as yeah. the middle of the It would be like including Southampton, problem. you know. Yeah,
3: but... I, I think wait for Watford, we had a bit of momentum for the West Brom game, I think wait for Watford, I'd say, see if it's a proper turning point.
2: I um, think the performance, I think the West Brom, rather than worry about whether it's a turning point or not, I just think that the lucky stars we got, six points. I think uh,
1: an interesting point, as far as I'm concerned, is a point that Niall Quinn made on uh, Sky, whatever it's called, Super Sunday, so I'm going to plagiarise it in entirely. Okay. Is is the demoralising effect it will have had on the bottom three to that, see all three teams in teams—Leicester, Swansea, yeah. and Palace—all put back-to-back wins together? Yeah. Yeah. So that's
3: that's that's got to be a big factor, even and, on the it,
1: teams below for us. Right? The first,
3: for the first on the BT Sport thing that um, Jake, sorry, what's his name, hosts that is for, for the first time all the pundits said that the bottom three now they reckon will stay the bottom three the first time I've seen recently none of them say they think Palace are going to get relegated so perhaps other people are starting to look at it now
2: well I think the psychological value of being like three points clear of Miralsborough four points clear of hole and six of Sunderland, because that and a bottom one yeah, goal and, difference and people, as well yeah and people talk to because I mean Allardyce himself has talked about the League of Seven if we beat Watford we're only three points behind them so it's not a league of, necessarily a League of Seven anymore it's a League of nine possibly ten yeah. so we're looking upwards. but there is we're only two yeah, points behind the three teams above us It would yeah so we, we would have been right in the middle of the four teams the bottom three plus us if we hadn't got that win on Saturday but it's not just the fact we didn't keep coming back we didn't scramble for a win we deserved to win we've got you now not only do you look at games like Burnley at home Watford at home Leicester at home uh, Hull at home with more optimism you think I'm not so worried about the the top if we can go to West Brom and do that we can go to Southampton and get a bonus point there we can get bonus points against Tottenham Watford and Arsenal we can get so it's and I, I wouldn't have said that after the Middlesbrough game but I do think that performance on Saturday was good enough to merit some optimism about a turning point obviously you can't so just I, think two, I mean, two wins, first time since September, I think. that we Well, the nature of, of our running run as well,
1: albeit yeah. that I've, I've never quite seen the level of doom and gloom that some people have seen right. about the, who we're playing. It might be a bit stop-start because of yeah. the, the alternate games against very, very good sides. Yeah. So but I mean, but, but there's, there's points to win there, aren't there? That's why, oh, I should, yeah.
2: that's why I'm really quite pleased we're not playing Tottenham next week, because I think the momentum will be kept going against Watford. Then we've got another break because of international... And I don't think we've got another game in March, I think it's the only game not we've sure. got... And then there is, there are difficult games after that with Chelsea, Southampton, and Arsenal. But you know, you look at the way Arsenal play on. I played on Saturday. You look at the way Palace play now. And and Liverpool all, playing. Yeah, a, and also the I think teams. as well, the, the atmosphere. It, it feeds itself. It's the opposite of a vicious circle because the atmosphere before the Watford game is going to be brilliant. A virtuous cycle. Yeah, a, but it is like that. So the, the atmosphere is going to be great. Hopefully, with fingers crossed. No injuries. Will be an unchanged team. I think Allardyce We're, is also. Yeah
0: he was really really frustrated with the way that we threw away the points against Watford in right, his first that, game. Uh, yeah, def- and, def- and I think he wants he'll you be know no there, is a there, yeah. there is that there's that there's also the players kind of feeling disappointed that they didn't do enough in that game yeah. I think it's important I think it's really because of the, the the kind of fragility that is being in the position we're in I think it's it, you have to be very careful to say that, that the corner's been turned just because one defeat can immediately change mindsets again. Especially, it just depends on the nature of the defeat. I mean, in, in Palace's case, the thing that really that really hurt Palace in the course of this season was the repeated last-minute or late kind of, yeah. you know, th- those late falls. If that, if if you can avoid that,
2: that is the thing that that would yeah. would keep us, you know, that keeps us floating. I slightly disagree with Rob to an extent in that about the mindset changing now after if there 's another if there 's a bad performance, for example, because the Watford game sam 's first game, if our new signings played in that game, we probably would have won that game yeah and now you 've got four players that he 's brought in that aren 't suffering from the confidence loss that the rest of the squad have had that yeah. the, for and, the uh, most well. part yeah for the most part Luca. Has only really known success. Sacco has only really known success on the pitch. So these and these, and these don't strike me as fragile egos. These don't strike me. as yeah. Arnos, no, true. These don't strike me as the sort of player that would would just suddenly lose every every bit of confidence they've got. You know, it, the confidence is heading towards the right direction. And I think fate with the Tottenham game being off, fate has given us a game at home against opposition you would choose basically. Speaking of Tottenham and speaking of
1: confident players. And speaking of players on the move, thank you very much. You paid for this. Next question is from uh, Joey Druce. Hi, right, Joey. Joey. Hey, guys. Lots to talk about Wilf at the moment. Do you fellas think he'll go to Spurs at the end of the season? Oh, let's just no. enjoy
2: him. Let's just enjoy him for the no. rest of the season. Sacco. Sacco. Will, no. Uh, I think for most Palace fans i that Sacco is going to be with us for the rest of the season and that's it. So let's just enjoy him. Yeah. Let's Ready. just let's yeah. just hope. Well, let's deal with what happens to Wilf and there is that problem. Of course, you said it earlier. The better he plays, the more he scores goals like that. The more likely it is that Tottenham come for him. But let's just enjoy more. We've got these rumours no, come like, around
3: every season. Yeah, and it's always every Tottenham. Season. So, yeah.
0: I think I think there's there. Uh, there's no smoke without fire. But then, but, smoke that, but, but when you've got when you've got a player yeah, yeah, like Wilf smoking. who's been as good as he has Fox. been this season,
3: yeah.
0: Um, there's a, a case to be made that. That he should be, you know, that 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 a club like Spurs would be in the market for a player like him. But equally, the thirty million fee that you're talking about is completely ludicrous, given that yeah. we got more than that for Bellassi. Well, it's got to be northwards of that now. So, so that's the first thing. And then Palace would have to replace him, and and until Palace can find a player that is capable of
3: doing that, there's no and, way. we'd And, we'd and also, it. he will, he'd look at Spurs. It's what happened to Sissoko? Like paid what was it thirty yeah, million yeah, for him, yeah. and he does fuck all. Sorry, yeah. does flip all, uh, and I don't think Wilford won that. I think Wilf. Honestly, well, maybe it's the idealist. i mean He would like to stay at Palace and see us get better and be part of that. I think also, there's, a,
0: there's uh, I think, I think there's a case for for Wilf that he he will have looked, he will remember what happened at Man U, yeah, and yeah. he'll know that yeah. he's in a better position now than he was then. You know, he's a, yeah. he's yeah. A, an established Premier League player now, whereas
2: when he when he first signed for
3: United, Mister
2: Palace. The other thing as well is that he's he's decided his international future now. It's like yeah. if he yeah. was still holding out for an England place, then you'd think might. You, could, you could understand why he would go to Tottenham to do to that. But also, as we know, Wilf is a, a complex character in the same way that Jason Punchin is. And Allardyce t- seems to me to be able to manage players like that better than perhaps Pochettino could perhaps. And also, I think the thing with Tottenham as well, the one thing Wilf hasn't got is that that desire. You know, every single Tottenham player has to be on the move for every minute of every game. They've got to be closing down and Wilf has got, you know, defensively he's much better than he used to be. But he's not the sort of player who is high energy. He's not, he's not one of those players who will be Spurs, chasing, across yeah. the, the back of the, the back four. So Tottenham is not a particularly good move for him. And, and the fact is, if he's not going to go to a team that's going to be in the Champions League or win the title, why would he? Why not stay at Palace? Why it, not see what happens with? You'd also want to warn Wilf that
0: that it could be a repeat of what happened at Man U, where Pochettino's now being linked with going to Barcelona. Potentially. Uh, just, just
2: absolutely, yeah. You know, it wouldn't Sorry, be.
0: You'd, you'd just want to say. I, I mean, they're. they're multiple different I admire of all of your wishful thinking no I mean that I, I'm is. saying that but he's frankly
1: Spurs are going to finish in the top four come on, pull my he, 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 yeah, he will be able to double his money there
2: he'll probably get very close to the first team and they're a good club I but think he, he'll go think, I also think Tottenham fans would want Tottenham to set their sights higher than another no, really, good Bradley, be, be, really good Premier League player. I think be you'd be surprised. I've
0: got a couple of work colleagues. Well, one one work colleague who's a friends. and a few mates as well. Like a few close friends that I went to school yeah. with, and they all they all say that that Wilf would improve them. I mean, I think I think that's the thing they're looking at is is that he
2: would be an improvement for them. He wouldn't be a guaranteed starter though. But that's, I mean, that would be a choice that he has to make. But as I say, in the meantime, it's just enjoyable. I, mean, yeah. I think it would be amazing if he doesn't end the season as Player of the Year. So whatever, whoever he goes, he'll go as our Player of the Year. Out on a high, yeah. Well, obviously,
1: we've got him on one flank at the moment. and Oh, mate. Just the Townsend town's end on the other. So the next question comes from Benjamin Capitano. All right, ben. Capita- Capitanio. Capitano. Capitano. This is
2: from Facebook. That's good, because JD wouldn't have bothered to check that pronunciation at all. He wouldn't. The extra I wouldn't have bothered him at all. He would have just gone with Capitano. Well, they're Captain Jake, whatever. That's, that's what you get with yeah.
1: basically that sort little of you know, lacklustre presenting that we've been getting... Casual racism that you get in the home counties.
2: Yeah, that's true. Yeah.
1: And I'm now just alienating half of our listeners. Yeah. So, yeah. there you go. <laughs> Hi,
2: Rob. Sorry, the casual
1: racists or the, the ones who live in the home counties? No, you've you not seen that shirt. Uh, <laughs> 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 this question is...
3: <laughs>
0: oh, that's
3: great for an just audio video I
1: just when it was it casual. Really oh. uh, so, this, this question is from Benjamin. Getting back on the Townsend
0: bandwagon? Yes, little, yeah, definitely, hundred yeah. percent. and Now that it's finally moving, that's a good thing. Like, now, <laughs> very, that, now, very, very th- slowly up the Yeah, wing. <laughs> but like it, now that now that he's actually doing what you signed him, what we signed him to do. Yes, yeah. Um, I think that's a fair he's, point.
3: He's now looking more like an equivalent in exchange for Balassi. Yeah, you know I mean, do that like things. a new signing
1: uh, cliche. Can we yeah. can we use that? Yeah, it's I like, a new, so. thing, like a new signing. The one thing, if you
2: saw the Swansea, guy, the one thing you'd want to see from both him and Wolf is that sort of whipped in cross that uh, the, the Swansea made on on Saturday, which yeah, but that that will come. But I I, I think it's as I said before, I think it's an amazing feat of management because he just looked a demotivated player. He looked like. The Newcastle move looked like it was definitely going to happen. and He looked like he was happy for it. To no, happen. none of us really minded. And none of us, nobody really minded. He looked unfit. He looked unfit, and now he looks—he does look a different animal. And I think maybe all these things about Allardyce working with ragtag and bobtail players is, is actually true. And because he's getting—he's getting performances out of him, and he looks like a player who, who's happy to be part of it. Simple as that. And he
3: just looks—he seems like a nice boy. When you see When That's you see He really it seems it's just
2: like a Friendly nice oh, I'm,
3: I'm going to confess I
1: actually agree with Jamie Redknapp I think he should have passed But speaking of that guy yeah. what, But Ben
2: no, I mean, Tecky Was, was yeah, dragging the centre backs yeah. Out of the way Ben Tecky was dropping Further and further So but
1: you're, what you're saying Is
2: you think he shouldn't Have scored <laughs> well, no, I,
1: I would have liked him to do what he did against Bournemouth, actually get to the byline
2: and put it on a plate for Benteke yeah, Benteke needs ben, a goal right ben, now. Benteke's ben movement was completely different. Than yeah. Teke, but you see, you remind me of my friend Mark. He was bit further away, and my was... friend Mark Webster who hated Joe Coles so much. Hated Joe Cole so much that when Joe Cole scored a world class goal against Sweden, which from about thirty five yards, which dipped and then the crossbar, he just while everybody was celebrating, just stood again. That was going over, till it went in. <laughs> that's, so that's your attitude. Like, so he, he scored a really good goal. But he should have passed to somebody who was 25 yards outside. getting further away. Well, it was very yeah. similar to his
1: Middlesbrough run where he caused yeah. Benteke to go a bit mental, didn't he, by, uh, yeah. by, by failing different. to, failing T- to T- look for what's no, around him. Benteke did
2: exactly what he, what he should have done by dragging, I think it was Johnny Evans, he dragged him out of the way. So, I think the interesting thing as well about Townsend was that he,
0: he, he, the, his work rate throughout the whole match was, was one thing but he actually did whip in quite a few crosses yeah. that were from his left foot on the right wing, for example, in the first half especially. Yeah. Uh, one which Wilf nearly scored from. Like the, the, it's those kind of crosses that you, know, you, you kind of want to put them in that area of uncertainty for a goalkeeper. Yeah. And, and he, he did that. I, I think, in fairness to Townsend, having run pretty much the entire length of the pitch and seeing Benteke on the opposite side of two other centre-backs... I kind of think it's fair enough to have taken a... Well, I mean, if, if
1: nothing else, I mean, at that time of the match when we were under that much pressure, he did a brilliant job well, just to relieve really pressure on defence. And a oh, little yeah. bit
0: later on, he ended up taking the ball into the corner. Uh, yeah,
1: you know, uh,
2: like. and, and the things as well, I think you should just you know, revel in the attitude because he simply wouldn't have gone on that run You know, in November or December. He wouldn't have beaten that uh, West Brom player. He would have taken the foul. He would have run it into the corner, so... No, nothing but credit for him, and not just for the goal, but for his whole his whole attitude. But speak, whole speaking run, spe- speaking speaking of box, the, box, the yeah.
1: goal, though, just very quickly. Yes, this question is from Vikings number one on All right. Instagram. All right, Vikes.
2: What have you done to be as knackered as Andrews was after his goal? Oh, at the end of each. You should see me at the end of each pod. I was just, I'm just drained. I will give everything for my public. Yeah, it's just real box to box. Pundit, basically. yeah. I mean, there've been a few photos of Endicott on this pod that would suggest that he, <laughs> you <Yeah>. know, goes <laughs> well, on as last pod that you, you and he turned up in. He was like that beforehand, but that was your fault because you got him outside of about six pints of lager. I I, I don't recall that at all. No, you wouldn't. For me, uh, it
0: was uh, ride London. After cycling 100 miles, yeah. actual exercise for, chari- count. for charity. Yeah. I'm doing it again this year for charity. So uh, check out my Twitter. Oh, lucky old charity. Just
3: giving yeah. link. Yeah, I made my own website the other day.
2: <laughs> I mean, that's not for charity. Um, this <laughs> to it's it is the show and yeah. yeah. <laughs> can, I, can I just point out, and you know, circumstances in your life? You know, if you ever become a father. Well, yeah. If I ever you're, um, you're, that's, that's, I, think, I think giving birth to my son is probably the. You thing didn't give birth time. to me. I was there. Were you? Was, yeah was, That's not what I've been told I was there Oh <laughs> your mum wanted me to film you oh, Were you there in spirit? <laughs> yeah. No I remember Because your grandad Gave me this advice Which is be there But try and find things To do outside As much as you can Like make tea There we go uh,
1: Going back to Rob quickly Because <laughs> I, I don't ever want That mental image again My own um, birth There you uh, go who you didn't ride London for? Uh, scope this year Okay very good nice. And what's and your Twitter handle In case people don't no, know So they can try And sponsor you at, R-O-D-U-S-U so R-O-D-U-S-U there we go Uh, we might even uh, retweet you from from FYP that'd be lovely lovely. there you go go. so you can get some sponsorship from the lovely people of FYP
3: Uh, let's move on next question sorry wanking by the way just for the comedy (laughs) (laughs)
0: I was going to say my, the same, yeah, but I didn't think it was appropriate. No, no one said it, it, and I just
3: assumed that it, it was. I think that was
0: the implied yeah. answer
2: that he was looking for. That's the one that people are looking Yeah. That's done, what everyone wants. If I'd done that then you you would have deceived. None of this would have happened. <laughs> oh,
3: anyway. no. I'm just lucky PlayStation hadn't been invented yet. You are.
2: It's a choice between you and Zelda. <laughs> Speaking of Sackos, let's go on to the next question, <laughs> which is from... <laughs> <laughs> Andy and, and
1: CPFC off the BBS. Hello. Would you like to kiss Sacko 2? Which one? Right, Sacko 2,
2: you know. that's Bakary, isn't it?
3: <laughs> Bakary. He the, just seems... It's just something about...
2: It's, it's, it's really interesting... Yeah. Uh, yeah, people have mentioned people around the club like uh, Chris Grierson uh, just say he's just such a commanding presence just on the training ground. He's just, like confident to the point of almost arrogance, but it's just like he just seems to have lifted people around him. And it's just like That's he's, what you want, though. He's, yeah, absolutely. And it, it, just, it, yeah, it, it couldn't be more of a Palace thing to do. His run that ended up in, in him tackling the ref. <laughs> if you see his run, he starts from the 18-yard box with his head down, heads towards the halfway line, for some reason, then decides to turn around and pass the ball to the referee. <laughs> and Come back, and then and then. Toss to I think the this is back. very harsh. I yeah. think no, it's no, a brilliant, though. That's the best bit. He turns round, thinks he's passing it to a Palace player, and it's passed it to the ref. And then thinks, "I've got, to, I've got to rectify this." So takes the ball and the ref. and and a, and a that's West the, Brom, Brom player. Out. That's the moment that he endeared himself. he's like a talented Mickey Mickey Droid basically (laughs) which is a reference for older people but he's he's just something that may well be the most ridiculous thing that we've had said on any of these teams and and the fact is that Luca's got it as well is that sort of presence is that sort of like we say we've
3: all been crying out for a presence in the box yeah Luca Luca looks like now he's got one everywhere
2: on the pitch Luca looks like he's got a yard of space that other Palace players haven't got, and he just sort of—it's just—it's just general competence. And he just, just seems general, like, like a nice boy as he well. He does. Uh, well, it's, and and it's, also, I quite cool. like the fact that he didn't turn up for training occasionally pre-season tours. Well, I, I, Osaka, thought,
1: yeah. I, I frankly wouldn't yeah. either. Um, yeah. <laughs> well, it probably speaks volumes that we've had, I think, four questions from James Brierley, James, Aaron Scott, Hi, Aaron. Uh, Johnny Latimer, Johnny. Johnny, and Initial Me 90s. Right. Those are obviously on a variety of different social media. Effectively asking about signing him permanently. Surely a little bit out of our
0: bracket, Rob. Um, He is definitely out of our bracket. I think. And after the season, in terms of wages, you mean? I think in terms of just the fact that he's a better player than we could probably look to get outside of the the kind of irregular circumstances that he joined us yeah. like he he fell out with his manager hadn't played for an in, almost an entire season
3: yeah I, I um, think I,
0: and, and he wanted you know this this is an opportunity for him to impress and for him to try and to show that he's actually a profe- a, a good professional but I think if he ends up if he ends up being sold by Liverpool it won't be to, to a club of Palace's size I th- personally
3: I think the most likely way that we'll get him is to convince him that he will get regular starting football with us but after this season it looks like he will elsewhere as well because of how he's been playing and sort of yeah, showcasing it's, himself it's,
2: it's a, yeah it's, it's a hark of under him, isn't it the, yeah. the, the better he plays for us the more likely he is and there are plenty
0: us. of clubs that will look for a centre-back of Sacco's quality well Arsenal so, could do with about
2: six well points, yeah, yeah but, but, so, the, but also the thing is as well though that there are the way Allardyce talks about him is that there were issues with the owners of the club about you know cuz clearly he comes with personality you know issues he's a bit he's a quirks if you like that there are some players some managers that probably will be more likely to be affected by what he did for Klopp than what he does for yeah for Palace and it, it, it may be that he buys into what we do and he's, we can convince him to stay and we can From what him. I've
3: heard the, the Klopp is uh, obviously quite a he comes across as quite a fairly mild-mannered guy. Yeah, well, no. from what I've heard of the training ground At Palace, however, it's quite a heated not like passionate place. And I think Saka's personality probably fits in more with Big Sam's of exactly. Well also I think as well. At, is a boon for at, us at Liverpool
2: no Liverpool manager can afford to let a player not turn up for training or be late for training. Whereas Allardyce which is the sort of man strikes me as the sort of manager would just say to him If you don't want to train today, don't train today. (laughs) Really? You think that? Well, no, he'll handle him that way. I I think Sacco's clearly that important to us as long as he's fit. I'm not saying that Allardyce would do that, but Allardyce is not, to me, Allardyce is not the sort who who would. He's not Pardew. Pardew, We all know or we think that Pardew engineered confrontations with big players like Jedimack. To get them out, to get the alpha males out of the club, I don't think Allardyce would do that. I think Allardyce is a big enough man not to worry about looking small, if you like, by letting big egos get away with stuff. He'll 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 accept that, and he 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 likes he likes arguments. And if Sacco wants to muck about, he'll probably let him muck about.
3: But also, just quickly, I think Big Sam is the sort of manager who players are less likely to think they can get away with they saying, say I'm not going to turn up, yeah, or, yeah, or this and that way. I think
1: you that know. is a, an entirely
2: fair point. I also um, think, speaking about Allardyce as well, there's a, there's a sea change in the last couple of weeks so how, about how the fans are talking about him. Yeah, and also how about, he's talking how, about the club how and the he's ta- He seems to have either... either He's had some really good PR advice, or it's taken him a while to grasp the concept. I think of making
3: Alice. making Punch Captain plays into that, that's yeah, why it, I think it, it was a savvy. It does. Move.
2: He's. I think he's worked out what sort of club we are, and that we are different to the clubs he's like. been it's at It's, law it's law almost law. as if fans
1: become slightly less critical when games start, start winning, and, yeah. and, <laughs> and, <laughs> <Yeah>. and managers <laughs> yeah. start becoming less uh,
2: touchy when they stop losing games. <laughs> yeah. It's about who knew I mean, the,
0: uh, the thing that the things well, more the complicated. complicated than he found
2: that, his fingers again. There were there was a big rump of Pardew supporters who were determined to make it difficult for Allardyce and I think that's changing I think the attitude of the rest of the Palace fans has changed as well towards him and I think that's partly it is partly because of the way the performances have changed but it's partly because of the way his demeanour is and the way he talks about the club in a much more positive way Sorry Rob.
0: since Since um, Allardyce has come in well okay so in the title but when 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 we had Pardew how often did we say I didn't understand that substitution yeah. Whereas with dice, how many times have you actually said, "Oh yeah, oh, I didn't understand that substitute Well, there's been, there's, there were a
1: few in One, the early days. There've been a few, I think. But, but,
0: but like when he, when he brought on Scott Dan, it was because West Brom brought on an attacking presence. Yeah, you know all these things. Kind of there was a there's always a, com, a, a, a almost a consequence to what what's going on on
3: the pitch. Yeah. like he always makes yeah. substitutes. He's, he's made substitutes make the same ones routinely at
2: the same times. Yeah. Yeah. Just like, a I, gesture. I For think as well. Yeah. I think we all know from inside and outside the club that Allardyce walked into a situation that was different to the one he was maybe sold. And it has taken him some time. It's like we tried three at the back, we've tried different combinations as centre-backs, we've tried different combinations in midfield. It's taken him longer maybe to get to to, the, to grips with it, but he's bought players and he's identified weaknesses. And But there's no doubt that the big difference now is that we are in the hands of somebody who's competent at what he's doing and knows what he's doing and manages well at that level and has bought in players... Yeah, like we keep saying, square pegs for
1: square holes. Got a question from Rob Smith. Hello, Rob. Hello. Has anyone else noticed how our injury list has really reduced now Sam has been here for a couple of months? Is it a coincidence a or a result question, of the man. respective managers, both of them, Pardue and Allardyce's approach to fitness? Managers, as straightforward as that, I think. Um,
0: That's I, a think good it's a, I think it's a multitude of things. Yeah. So, so you, you, you look at Sacco as, as the perfect example. Sacco. Uh, uh, <laughs> Mamadou right, He right. comes he comes in, uh, he gets signed by by Allardyce. Yeah. And every every palace fan is saying, Well why isn't he Stard, he should be, he should be starting yeah. But Allardyce, his response has basically been I had to wait for the, the medical staff to say he oh, was yeah. match fit or he was cl- as close to match fit well, as, as possibly possibly he possibly could be. Was match fit, yeah. So so the, the the thing is you end up in let's say you, you we signed Sacco and he ends up playing unfit having not played for, for eight months. Yeah. And he ends up getting pu- pulling his hamstring Straight, because yeah. he's just not ready for it. Yeah. Then you end up with Sacco out for about three or you know two two months, maybe or a month and a half. Like I don't know if we were to pick a hypothetical player that could have to like Loic Remy for example. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Which you know you, I I can appreciate that when you're forced when the chips are down and you, you know things are difficult, you kind of want to, you're looking for anyone, to, someone to, yeah. to possibly mm. save it. But the, but but Allardyce's approach has been. To, to pick a squad that's based on, you know, that, that's fit. He yeah. doesn't, want to, well, he doesn't want to
3: pick. Schlupp's a good example. Schlupp's second game, we, he, we didn't think it was as bad as it was and he sort of got injured a little bit more severely mm. and Sam treated it uh, with seriousness. Yeah, and then yeah, yeah, yeah. now that Van Archon's out for a couple of weeks, but because it's also Sam treated about, well, seriously, many many can How many times
2: have we seen McArthur come back in and then go out again? Yeah, McArthur would be in for two weeks, out for two weeks. I, I mean, there is a psychological thing where, of course, players sometimes will... Go through the pain barrier for some managers, but what's interesting about—and that's a really good question, actually—because from, from what we that's hear, what I read it out. but but from what we hear, training is much more intense and much more physical. So you'd imagine there'd be more injuries. Well, it could be that we've, we've got a more professional oh. coaching style it maybe increases, increases their resilience. Maybe, the, maybe so.
0: Yeah. Again, it goes back to the again p- picking players when they're not match fit or when they're not re- when they're yeah. not fully recovered. Scott Dan was a perfect example. Yeah. Ended up getting. Playing in the in the League Cup against Southampton, I think it was, yeah. gets injured after 15 minutes and he's out for three weeks. So yeah. I mean, it, it, it's yeah. it's Man that. It's also it's also about preparation, yeah. making sure the players know what they what they need to do to be match fit, mm. to be ready for the game. It's also treatment after matches, so I think they now have cryogenic chambers <coughs> after, at, yeah. at the at the stadium. You look at the right players' after the match, Instagram stories; these, these massive glories, and they all have heads. to wear. Yeah. You know, they have to go basically sit in an ice chamber for, in, in, essentially, in a freezer for for ten minutes yeah. after a match. They don't have a choice. I know that the I think under Pardie, they definitely some players definitely didn't do it, but they they all have to go through this process because ultimately. These are professionals and they have
2: to meet yeah, a certain yeah. standard. But this, this certainly looks like—I mean, I'm the last person you should ask about fitness and intensity. But it certainly looks like <laughs> it, but it. Certainly looks like we are playing with more intensity, no. and the fitness levels are stronger. It, it, it does seem that way. I mean, it might be wishful thinking, but it certainly does seem that way. And it's mm. like, yeah, we saw those last two games. You and like and you also, know. it does help with the fact that he, had, he did have that two-week break before. The borough game he's got another break coming up that helps so players have got a bit more time to, to recover but again it does it comes back to that virtuous circle you've got players who want to play for him and will maybe will play with injections or play through
1: pain this is all a little bit too optimistic for me so I'm going to come back with a negative question oh.
2: well it's not It's not a negative question this has been from Andy Street hello Andy Strandy Eat here yeah.
1: I'm far too busy to be tweeting fanzines uh, this, <laughs> <laughs> It's a bit harsh on all the, the people t- that have tweeted the only tweet yeah. four
2: fanzines yeah. 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 uh, yeah. You've uh, you, only you really like, made the casual racist. The home counties And now twi- everyone twi- the Everyone that listens the podcast Yeah but now, now I'll be quieter in the portions for wow, yeah. yeah. yeah, me Wow JD's Yeah Wow I'd like to be you and Neil the Fish make FYP great again That's the approach
1: I'm taking Next question is from the fish Indeed Next question is from Lee Ayres Hi Lee Hey Lee Danny Murphy's little aside... Oh, I assume this must be on a BBC programme of some sort rather than in the pub. Danny Murphy's little aside about how tough our running is seems to mean he thinks we've left it too late. Persu- persuade me, even. He's wrong. Hull, K- uh, Leicester,
0: Southampton, Watford. Watford. We, literally, we've we just won Lee. against one of the, the, the main frustrators yeah. of big sides yeah. in... The Premier League like it This was is a manager a Who win, pisses yeah. off Opponent managers Because you know, he makes That He makes that he, he, he basically he Negates Forces Opposition teams <coughs> To uh, To 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 play his way So if we can We manage to frustrate The frustrators There's an opportunity There for us to, to Who's going to police The police Exactly
1: who's Frustra- gonna, Frustrate who's the frustrators who's That's custodias. the name I mean, For this episode Chris
2: custodia Ipsos custos Yes. Which is Latin for who will guard the Guardians. Me, 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 The Sunderland the result was a one off aber- aberration. but we've beaten Bournemouth and we've beaten Middlesbrough. Sorry, are we counting Bournemouth or not? Well, <laughs> no, as a result. I know, I understand. Yeah, but yeah, the, no, no. Remember, we've, we've always talked about the fact that we struggled against teams in and around us. I think that we will get enough points from those games that we talked about from the whole land of what to well, This uh, is good. This is good because it brings you on to our next question. Uh, oh, yeah. From Tim Cornwell. All,
1: All right. right. From Facebook, based on current form. Well, it can't just be based on current form because presumably that may or may not go to the end of the season. But based on current form, or not based on current form, how many points <laughs> do you think weird. we can get between now and the end of the season? I'm going for 14, leaving us on 39 points. I'm going three I've, times as many games as we have.
2: <laughs> I've, I've said this for quite some time. I think 35 points will keep us up comfortably. Is that, if, if we not get,
3: 35 points from the rest of our games, no, no, <laughs> but
2: if we if we get if, if, if we get another 10 points I can't that means Middlesbrough have got to get 14 points the rest of the season to stay up I can't see that happening and I I I, I, yeah, I think we. I think it'll be a low number of points that keeps the team up I think we're very much now in that second pack I think the, I feel I, I actually feel more confident now than I was this time last season so I thought this time last season we were on a hurtling slide to it's amazing what two yeah, wins yeah. can do. But two wins—it's the, the, the two wins—the first, first time, first so, time since or,
0: September that we've had two also, win, two we, wins in a row.
2: Also, we've got a back four who now realise that the fewer shots that Hennessy has to deal with, the better things <laughs> are going to be. Yeah. yeah, and that's the, that's a level of intelligence Ooh. that we haven't shown at any stage.
0: I think yeah. I, I think it's going <laughs> to be.
2: I think you can't see Andy Street twitching. <laughs> Fourteen yeah. points stroke, is, is, yeah.
0: a, is a decent, would be a, a really decent return. Yeah. given the fixtures we've got. You're, you're dealing with another. Uh, you know, we're, we're talking about Leicester City, who seem to have had a, a bit of a bounce from their from the sacking Ranieri. Um, and then you've got Burnley, who can still turn up and make things difficult. They're they're a, a difficult. Away from home. No, true, but yeah. there are, I think there are difficult games ahead, and, and you can't take those for granted. You just have to make sure. I think Allardyce <laughs> knows this. The team yeah. just have to have to perform like they have done. Uh, speaking of goalkeepers. Why? You've made that up. No, it's a genuine question. Really?
2: Yeah. From from Julius Julius Baroni. No, from Mushroom. Look, even I, and
1: bear in mind I don't rate Wayne Hennessy because he's technically deficient... Even I can't. He didn't have anything to do. No, he didn't. Yeah. So but I'm not, not going to no, criticise a guy who had nothing to. to although he fair, did still
2: manage to, to to drop one cross after flapping to, to at To be it. fair, he had nothing to do, but he did it really
1: well. Yeah. Well, apart from when he flapped that one cross, he did nothing. But really this question, well. well, apart from flapping at that cross, but this question is not about him flapping at that one cross and therefore making a hundred percent of uh, mistakes in that match. It's actually <laughs> from from mushroom on the BBS. All right, mushroom on the BBS. Will Mandanda ever play for us again? Yes. Yeah. Next question. <laughs> uh,
2: no. I, do, I don't. Think I don't. I, oh, I'm not I sure. don't think he will. No. I don't think, do you not think so. No. No. It's no. interesting. I think. I think um, the I, manager's I, made his decision. I'm basing that on many things, but I will, Really? I would almost. If if anybody wants to have a bet with me whether Mandanda plays for Palace again, I'll happily take that bet. Because I don't think he. I think his homesickness has got the better of him. Because yeah. <laughs> I. He doesn't want to play. What happened during the when all that came out during the transfer window, he
3: stuck around i was under the impression that he was sort of he's up fit for he's fit kicking about with us he's he's fit
2: he's training but yeah no he's, he's not
3: that. he's training but he's not training to the be- like he's
2: still not it doesn't, fit the, the answer. he's still not match fit we will have the he's match, he's a goalkeeper he's match fit enough he's, yeah. he's i don't, no, I, I don't I, unless unless
0: something that. catastrophic
2: happens to uh, I think my to nephew, I think Tom, who's sitting in the next room, is more likely to play for Palace this season than Mandander no. is. He, <laughs> and I think Mandander thinks this season or ever. Do you think he'll stay with the club after no, this season? Not, no, 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 no he's, he's going not. back to Marseille. No. I think I think it's pretty sad. I, th- I think he has a level of antipathy towards the club as well that prevent yeah. even if he were fit he's from what, what I can gather, he feels he's been Sold a, a different club to the one he was. It's not. But I that think that is the the type of fractious pessimism I like on this podcast. Well, it's not pessimism <laughs> because it's based on facts, basically. I mean, you know, Julian, oh, I mean, it's something well, it is because I'm being optimistic. Well, the fact that know. Julian Spuroni's on the bench yeah. rather than Mandanda yeah.
0: and I think I think that's, yeah.
3: Well, certain certain inside sources that I want. <laughs> certain inside sources at the goalkeeping end of Palace that I want. What name? Um, You'd you're make it real, an amazing spy yeah. too. Um, <coughs>
0: your dad's already mentioned him <laughs> Oh
3: yeah, that's a good. One. Um, I think uh, from what I've heard, Steve's, Steve's been getting. He, he isn't match fit. I'd like to. I, I personally think I'd like to think that if he was fit, he'd be on the bench or a, or a starting. But right,
1: well, I've got, I've got two more questions. That's just
2: yeah. and then I'll take my son outside and just explain to him that when Dad says no, he's not going to play for Palace again. Dad means no. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to parental discipline with FYP. Uh, <laughs> I'd watch that. Penultimate question: Me and
3: JD's dad.
2: <laughs> Special interest
3: television, right there. <laughs> Who'd win in a fight, Dad or JD's dad? I'm going to go for JD's that dad. That's the stupidest dad question I've ever heard on this Arthur, podcast. I think you'd have to
2: kill JD's dad. Right, he's the sort of person that he would just. You'd keep, have to kill to, have to put, he'd put him just down. Keep coming back, he's yeah. the sort of JD's dad to go. You'll have to sleep one day. Yeah. <laughs>
3: you you wouldn't <laughs> see him coming <can't>
2: right. <laughs> uh, get, get in the corner of the eye with a sharpened FYP magazine yeah, yeah. and on that really disturbing night uh, <laughs> the
1: penultimate question is from Carl Mortimer hi, hi Carl. Carl He's of Hello. course in charge of all our uh, social media accounts with the players going to Morocco for warm weather training ah good dear, dear anyway, yeah. that was not the question with <laughs> the players going to Morocco for, for training
0: where is the most exotic place you've been for work based training I have been to a uh, rifle range. When I lived in the States, I used to work in a sports store and sell guns. And I think the most exotic place was probably a rifle range out in the middle of nowhere firing all sorts of guns. That I'm a comedian, before. mate. You can't train
3: us. We're born. Went to South End for a gig yesterday. Sorry, JJ yeah, for a bucket collection, yeah? Yeah. South End? South End. Was actually on the pit? Huh? Was actually, on no, beer there? no. Oh, I didn't even
1: know Europe's longest a, pier.
0: Really? Europe's longest a, a pier. A mile long, I think. Is really? it?
1: You, you can do a gig
3: location if you want, Kevin.
2: Uh, Mumbai. I've done yeah, I've done lots Scotland. Of, d- done Scotland. Yeah. Okay. Edinburgh.
3: I've been in uh, Stafford, <laughs> Stamford, Lincolnshire. Yeah.
0: Stafford. I uh, yeah, my company
2: nice. is based in Stafford.
3: Well, there we go. It's really exciting, Watford.
2: Been to Watford for a gig. Mm. Joe Bananas in Croydon. Mm
3: yeah that's a good one showing your age there yeah. that's there. been there. closest I since about 1991 <laughs> <laughs> I, think, I think it was one
2: of my gigs that closed it oh <laughs> there back. we go doing the
3: Shorelands Tavern soon Bromley anyone wants to come to that oh, check out my website for details there we go uh, uh, ed, uh, N- ed what edknight.co.uk
1: oh there we go that's about the fourth that's night
3: without a K alright
1: oh very good I like what we've done there final question hello final question is from Martin Patrick hi Martin we mentioned the word ping apparently a lot of last, <laughs> last week. Yeah. Yes, hello. I didn't know because I, I didn't listen. And Johan delivered with, with said ping Phenomenal. with the next game. Phenomenal ping that Frenchman's got. What's Le Pang? <laughs> I want you to think about what you've just said there. What's the pod's. <laughs> rabbit, is <isn't> it? Word. It's <laughs> no, it's not. What's this pod's. It sounds like I'm drunk, I'm not even drinking tonight. What's this pod's word that the panel would like to see acted out versus Watford? Ooh, that's a good thump. Question. Thump. Yeah. Annihilation. Question, yeah.
3: Annihilation.
0: Yeah. Thump. Get like a thumping header from Benteke, a thumping mm. win against Watford. Thumping tackle thump. from
3: Luca. Goal. I'll it's going to be the next word. Thump. We're going with thump. Thump. Thump.
2: Thump. Okay. Yeah. Brilliant. Hashtag thump. Hashtag we'll thump. That'll that well, confuse Watford fans, is not it? Hashtag thump.
0: Donald thump. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I like what we've done there. And speaking of Watford, we're going to be talking about them in part three. Oh, All right. Right. So thank you very much for your questions, listeners and our readers. And join us in part three very are you, are shortly. This sounds sort of, sort of, like some, some, sort of some sort of kind of reading
3: <laughs> podcast.
2: <laughs> it's not Radio 4, it's not like Melvin shit! <laughs> <wise>. <laughs> <crazy.
1: laughs> Welcome back to the Five Year Plan podcast. Hey! <laughs> Podcast 207.
0: Ooh.
2: I don't know quite why that got that reaction, but never mind. Well, normally, this is where Travis tells us where the 207 bus route goes. Is he a particular expert in bus routes? seems to be an expert in bus routes, yes. Which yeah, he's got buses. a, he's a bus rather, spotter. He is rather yes, disturbing yeah. for a young man.
0: Anyway, it's often see him on street corners, noting down buses on his yeah. notepad.
3: Same and street corner, he gets the same one every day. It's yeah. really frustrating for him. Is it, <laughs> an, is it an embroidered notepad? Oh, good. I don't think it, Not as good as the first I mean, two
0: sessions. Actually, you have an embroidered notepad, don't you, Andy?
3: Probably so. Uh, no, that's, it's good that's good. what I've heard people say about it. It's embossed. Thank <laughs> it's you. Got Andy oh, oh, has got an embroidered it's notepad.
1: An embroidered. embroidered. I'm not an eight year old girl. Or oh, boy. Um, <laughs> I said oh boy. Uh, sponsored as ever by Vector. For all your print and embroidery needs, that's vector.co.uk, that's vector with a. K. Kay. And also by JCIS for all your innovation and strategy needs oral yeah. needs visit
3: jc-is.com I will. will just wondering is JCIS a global research and brand consultancy or not
2: less is more Ed less is more. <laughs> could I, you I, put I a less gap is more. between the or and the all because otherwise it sounds like oral needs well I, I, I mean, you a completely you, different service only if you've got cloth in your ears <laughs> this is all getting very sordid isn't it mm. Yes,
1: quite sordid. If you can put a gap between the saw and the did, that would be great. Rate us on iTunes, please. Please don't hold the last minute. This (laughs) is a five-star podcast. (laughs) Yeah, uh, yeah. about that. Uh, Watford. Yes. Big, big game. Mm. Well, they're all big games now, aren't they? JD left a typically anodyne question when he said, how important is it to win this game? Very. Next. (laughs) Good question, JD. Yeah, Yeah. it was really good, JD. Not only anodyne, Anodyne, but closed. (laughs) 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 Let's talk about Watford. They've not been on the best run, Blake Watford, have they? They're always sort of the, a little bit up and down. Yes, they concede a lot goal. of goals. They do concede
2: a lot of goals. 4-3, general. Goal against Southampton. Again. Yeah. It's, um, <clears throat> it's a game you would hope to win at any time. Yeah. It's a game that you're more optimistic of winning uh, after the um, last two performances. And especially considering, I think, Allardyce will probably want to win this one, especially after what his first it? game. I think it also goes back, before the Middlesbrough game, we all talked about... You know tactics where we play three at the back, five at the back, whatever. But we all said it's less. The tactics are less important than the attitude. And f- mm. from the start of the Middlesbrough game, we were on the front foot in a way that we had not been for some time. And that's what you want to see against Watford. And now we've that got Watford. sort
3: of we've. Sacco is a bit of a hard counter to someone like Dini as well.
2: Yeah, um, absolutely, a good point. Also, we got be us, a real it, it, You imagine, you can't imagine that he would change the team. Mm-hmm. so it looks like he knows his first 11 which means the first 11 know that they're going to be playing well I apart think, from schlocking for Van Arnolt well, Arnott, well Van Arnolt's injury may not be as bad as it looks but he, yeah, he said it's not as bad as he, he thought s- he, so he tweeted it's depends. not as bad as he thought it might be a slight sprain but the fact is as well that if we do have to swap Van Arnolt for schlock then we're in a situation which is much cool. better yeah. you before. We've, we've seen, got the late squad. Lately. Yeah. We've actually got a left footed player to come in. We're not saying, well Christ Kelly will have to come back in which is no <laughs> Well that brought me out in hives. Which is no <laughs> which is no reflection on his ability as a player in the way that Allardyce having a go at Klopp is no reflection on his It's not. I mean Kelly's a you know, he is what he is. He just needed not. to be out of the firing line yes, yes he did. Yeah. but he, you know again it comes back to that thing that Allardyce has identified as position where we need more cover, and we have got cover. In fact, Van Arnold's not, not fit, which is great. But you know, we we will, we we know we're going to play four at the back. We'll play the same system, and I think you know, for the first time in a long time, Watford will come to a team will come to Sellers Park, slightly on the back foot, slightly worried about things, and we'll get the same atmosphere as we did against Borough.
0: So, do we think the dalliance of three at the back are done now, Rob? I, I can't see us playing three at the back again. I don't think there's a need to. Um, I think I and think Allardyce great. would have would have carried on with it if we didn't sign someone like Milivojevic because you immediately are left with with uh, Kabay and Macarthur and Punchin in those kind of roles and they're just yeah. not physical enough. No, but by having Milivojevic, you're you basically you've got that extra defensive line that you didn't have and I think you can afford to play for the back better then especially and it, it it it's interesting as well that you do that we're playing for the back but we're still playing the full backs in a very wingy kind of role so you are mm. I mean Ward perhaps less so, but I think Ward has improved massively yeah. over the last yeah, couple yeah, of games as well. Absolutely. The same kind of Pulis effect where every player knows what's got, what they need to do. And, and
1: well, they're so much more compact now in the middle, yeah, aren't they? That yeah. al- almost, you can allow the wingers to yeah. bomb on because Van- Luca more or less drops back into a back three at times. It's yeah.
0: very often the case that you'll see Van Arnholt right next to Wilfried Zaha yeah. because he's got the pace to, to cover it, but he's also, he's obviously been instructed to provide an attacking option as well. I think I just think that... that yeah, we don't need to go back to three. Well, Van Arnhoek, for, no
2: for, for, for the Borough goal, Van Arnhoek went forward on a run, stayed there. Yeah, The only, the the only reason
0: country, I so. could see Allardyce doing that is to accommodate Scott Dan, and that that is not enough of a reason to do that, really, to be perfectly honest. Well, why would you, off the back of two clean to. sheets and well, two exactly. wins, why would you accommodate exactly.
2: Scott Dan? Yeah. The needless uh, change. Uh, if, yeah, I mean, if he did change it, it would be Tompkins for Dan, and I can't see why he would do that because Tompkins yeah. looks, I think, uh, th- looks much, never mind 2% better. I mean, Tompkins looks 50% better than he has looked. Because uh, Tompkins was arguably the, the, the transfer I was most excited about, yeah. partly because it annoyed West Ham fans so much. But <laughs> Tompkins was, I thought, a really good a really good buy, and so it just it, like, it yeah. didn't seem that way at all but now it, it, now it does now he seems like a proper grown up Premier League centre forward uh, centre back who's got <laughs> his role yeah. who's just he, like Costa who's got, got, yeah, who's got his role you know who knows his role in that centre back pairing I think it'll be interesting seeing Watford dealing with
0: that kind of pressing that Palace have been doing in the last few games like the, the high pressing the, the fact that the, the front three are going to be pressing more the fact that our midfield are very much kind of the minute a player gets the ball in the midfield, you'll either see Punch or Kabai committing, knowing that they've yeah. got Milivojevic in the back. I mean, yeah. Watford have a tendency, from what I've seen, to be a little bit of a, a, a side that tends to wilt under that kind of pressure. Yeah. So it'll be interesting to see. I think it's it's, it, it, it's important for, for, for Benteke to score. I think he'll he'll feel that... I mean, to me, it's kind of written that, that, that Benteke missed that penalty against Watford in the, the in, in Allardyce's
2: first game, it's the perfect opportunity for him to score. I can't remember if it was a journalist or somebody on the pod last week who talked about Luca freeing up Kabai to do that sort of little terrier role behind the, the front players, if you like, that just he plays ten yards further forward. He does get get and win the ball, but also it gives him the time and space to make passes like he did against for Wilf on on Saturday. And it comes right back to the start of the pod where you know, getting in specialist players has allowed other players to do what cuz Kabay looks i mean looks at, you know he's playing 10 15 yards forever on than I think he wanted to play when he first came in so everybody it's like a new like, signing <laughs> a little bit i, I just th- like using that cliche
1: it's one of my favorites. i just think I think,
2: what, I think i just think for the first time in some months an away team will come to sellers park worried as the they used that, to I don't, I don't think many away teams have turned up at sellers park yeah, thing, yeah. Yeah. It all just yeah. comes back to
0: Milivojevic, though, being the kind of being that that midfield linchpin that 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 everything kind of goes through and is reliant on. You know, he's the keystone that keeps that keeps the midfield in place because you can yeah. then rotate Punch and Kabai out of that kind of defensive role and allow one of them to be a bit more to you know to take possession of the ball and run or. The other one, and the other one will drop a little bit deeper to, to cover for that. I
2: think that's that's. And also, I think what's quite interesting as well is it, it's clear that McArdle is not sulking about being on the bench because he's come on in both games, and made an impact. Yeah. And and it, it, again, the bench does look better than it has done before, not massively so, but it's still better than still, it has done yeah, I mean, so we're, we're like,
0: playing Delaney. We've got Delaney and
3: Dan as our
0: yeah. as, as our bench. Centre back pairing, and they they oh, were playing pretty much yeah, every yeah. game last season,
3: yeah. weren't they? Yeah, till three weeks ago. Yeah. I yeah. Yeah. So,
1: well, I, I, I guess it it transpires then that Alan Pardew was wrong about us needing a defensive midfielder. Who knew? Um, I've been told not to end this pod with uh, score predictions because apparently we lose every time we try score predictions. Right. So. so Oh, okay. <laughs> you are no, no, not for, not for the Watford game. You are game. the most superstitious <laughs> not
2: for the Watford no, no. game. No, no, that wasn't for the Watford game. I'm not what what the game was that for? I'm United? Telling, no, the away at Liverpool. Ah, good. Well, yeah, but what if, we, what if we would otherwise have won at Liverpool? It won't matter. Do you know why? Do you know, I'll tell you why. Is, you're digging a hole here. I'm not. I'll tell you, it's all academic. Anything I say is academic, because you may have noticed when you came in, we talked about it before, the lucky scarf wrapped around the moose's head. That's the reason we won the last two games and that's the reason we'll stay up. Has it been there before? No. Oh, okay. I found the Lucky Scarf. Oh, yeah? Lucky Scarf wasn't there at all last season. Found the Lucky Scarf. I just
1: imagine that between Palace losing matches there's just like a constant reconfiguration in your... House yeah. to try and find the Zen-like state yeah.
2: in the universe that will Fun ensure three, some yeah. sort of palace win. Yeah, same, so as every, right? same as everybody. It was the same in every household until we find yeah. the person responsible. Every palace house is stayed exactly the same as it was for. Yeah. A little yes, game that's house. a good point. Everybody listen to this. I'm changing the theme music. Don't, don't right? you nothing? Ooh. Don't you, you? Don't even press a button with a different <laughs> finger. <laughs> well, on that happy note, Kevin, thank you very much. On well, that happy note, don't press a button with
1: <laughs> <his> <laughs> that a different finger. On that happy, happy note, happiest note. <laughs> and (laughs) (laughs) don't
2: press a button with a different finger everybody straight finger Ed Knight thank you very much you're welcome
1: Rob thank you my pleasure and join us again next time on the FYP podcast see you later bye
3: (laughs) (laughs) sports social podcast network